0: Chapter 9, Sienna and the Patience of Waiting. Sienna was very, very excited to find out that she could, I guess that that came out. I guess we have a title for this chapter. Sienna was very, very excited to learn that her hands could could help her little brother. It reminded her of the dream that she had had while she was at camp. And she was very curious about this new ability that she knew very little about. And actually, she hadn't read very much about it. So, of course, the first thing she did when she got out of school on Monday was go to the library. And try to go and went to the old section of the old books and tried to find anything that she could on Healing Hands. She couldn't find anything at all, except this tiny little book that had a few pictures that were hand-drawn of hands on different parts of people's bodies. And they described very, very little, and it was in a language that she couldn't understand. Nevertheless, she spent some time looking at the pictures and was very excited. She went home and her day was just like any other day. She had dinner with her parents and her brothers and sisters. She, everybody talked about their day at school. And they had spaghetti. She was very happy because she loved spaghetti. And <laughs> she went to bed. And she hadn't had any unusual dreams um, since camp. And she just had a good night's sleep. In fact, She was feeling very relieved that she wasn't having any dreams that were waking her up floating because when she was at camp, she had been so nervous about her sleep that she hadn't gotten much good sleep at all. And she was still feeling pretty tired from it. So she was excited when she woke up in the morning and she was like, ah, I feel refreshed. She went to school and she just kind of forgot a little bit about the healing hands because the next day at school, her friends all had so many exciting things to share about their camp stories. And they were really excited about their new school year. So everyone was sharing at lunchtime all about what happened at their camps, including Sienna. Everyone had had adventures of their own and they were really happy to be back in class and so curious about what this new year was going to bring the teacher had told them that on Friday they were going to go on a field trip to the woods. They were going to study different creatures, especially the frogs. They spent all week in class learning about all the different kinds of frogs that there were in the enchanted forest. turns out there were 53 different kinds of frogs. Sienna could not believe 53 different kinds of frogs. She'd only ever seen maybe three maybe four kinds of frogs. She could not imagine 53 different kinds of frogs, but there were. It turns out that her teacher happened to be especially fond of frogs. She really loved frogs, and she was very, very fond of them and had drawn pictures of every single type of frog that there was in the Enchanted Forest. They are these beautiful illustrations with lots of colors. And she explained, The reason why most of you have not seen 53 different types of frogs is because not all 53 different kinds of frogs live in every single place. They all have their own little tiny environments. And also, about a third of them only come out at night. They're called nocturnal frogs. And they glow in the dark. Oh, they were so excited. Glow in the dark frogs? And the teacher said, yes, glow in the dark frogs. So, as an option, if you would like, part of the field trip can include a camping overnight, where we're all camping the forest together. But you have to have your parents' permission, and for every three of you that is going camping, you need to bring an adult that will come and be a chaperone. It has to be someone that your parents approve of, or one of your parents. So... <laughs>
1: that will <be> really
0: <laughs> so, they were very, very excited. Her friends all went home. Uh, woo, excuse me, just like Sienna, and they told their parents about the field trip, and they asked for permission to go camping. It was all very, very exciting. And three of her friends were able to go, and. Uh, Sienna got permission from her parents to go, especially since everyone in her class already knew, and her teacher knew. What
1: adult was she going to take? Huh? What adult was she going to
0: take? So she decided to ask Talayla if Talayla would come with him. But it turns out that Maki and Talayla had to take a trip to a different part of the Enchanted Forest to help an older couple who was having some respiratory issues, so they couldn't go. And Sienna's parents had plans with the rest of her brothers and sisters for the weekend, and they couldn't go. So Sienna decided to go to school and see if either the librarian or the chef at the school would come and be one of the chaperones. And turns out that the librarian was very excited because she loved the enchanted forest, and she actually not only liked frogs but really loved studying and drawing creatures. So she got the teacher's permission and got the parents' permission and was able to go with them. And then, and then her friend uh, Sophia, her mom was very excited to go with them too. She loved camping, so they had two chaperones for their small group. And about three-fourths of the class decided to go and stay for the camping. The rest would be picked up by their parents at the Enchanted Forest at around 5 o'clock. It was a very magical day. Uh, They started out early in the morning with a big hike. Everyone had brought so many snacks and lots and lots of water. And not only did they see a rabbit and a deer, and a tiny bear, and a big mama bear from far away, but they also got to see a fox. It was a very peculiar mix of animals, but it was very exciting. The deeper they got into the woods, the more animals they saw. They did a a loop around hike where they studied the different animals And they looked for the frogs in each of the sections. In total, they saw about 20 different types of frogs. And that was really their focus. They each got to take uh, time to draw the frogs, to just sit still and mimic their behavior and observe them. So they got to learn to sit still like frogs. And so after lunch, they each picked a spot and they just sat looking just like frogs. Observing the frogs that they had chosen. And they would try to keep their bodies very still. And their eyes very still. And their breath nice and calm. And try to resist scratching their noses. And be just like the frogs. And what they observed was that even though all the frogs were different, they were all very good at being still. They were so good at being still, in fact, that sometimes it was hard to tell the difference between them and a log, or them and a leaf, or them and some water, and so even though they were looking at them for a very long time, as long as an hour, sometimes it would disappear to their own eyes, and they wouldn't realize they were still there until the frog had a fly that came by and would stick its tongue out and eat it. They were very excited about their time spent pretending to be frogs. And because they looked at them for such a long time, they were able to draw these very close replicas because their brains had spent so much time focusing on this one creature. Nevertheless, it was a wonderful day. One of them, one of um, Sienna's friends, got very, very excited and became friends with her little frog. This was her friend that could speak to animals. She had been having communication with her frog the whole time that they were being still, and she had been talking with her mouth very still, which is very difficult to do. How are you today, frog? And they were communicating. Because that day, Sienna wasn't communicating with animals. Remember, her her uh, gifts are not all fully fully in swing. It only happens sometimes. So with the floating things, only happen sometimes. With the healing things, happen sometimes right whereas every
1: time someone has the
0: well we're going to find out <laughs> so one of her friends had this very
1: i think in chapter i don't know she can control her powers like she can make them happen whenever she she she's She yes to understand Yes, that's true. She like to use them for something like really nature, like speaking to
0: frogs. Well, when as she develops her gifts, she might have the ability to use them more um, as she wants to, and not as as they command her. But we'll have to wait to find out until chapter I don't know. But in this case her friend was the one who was having the experience of talking to frogs and she was far away so no one noticed and she was still getting used to the idea that she could talk to animals so she thought it was in part her imagination but she had extended her hand and offered the frog an opportunity to continue on the journey with him and the frog was very excited and hopped on her hand and she put the frog in her pocket and so when they finished the long observation, and they finished the hike, and they went back to the starting place where the parents picked up the kids that were leaving at five. She had her little buddy, Frog, with her. After that, they all sat down, and they had a big campfire dinner, and they also um, set up camp for the night. They put up their tents, They got their water bottles ready because it was quite cold that night. What everyone did was before bed, they filled up their water bottles with very hot water that they had boiled um, on the campfire. And then they used it to put inside their sleeping bags to help keep them warm. But before they got all that ready for bedtime, they sat by the fire and they had marshmallow s'mores. Delicious that was so much fun because as they sat by the campfire and had s'mores people told stories they told jokes they sang songs everyone shared a little bit of something that made them smile and then they went to bed with their hot water bottles in the middle of the night sienna heard her friend whimpering she was She just seemed like she wasn't breathing like normal. And she woke up and she went over and her friend was sweating. She was sweating quite a bit. And her head felt both like hot and clammy, kind of wet. And she asked her, are you okay? And her friend had a hard time speaking. And so Sienna went and uh, got the chaperones and woke up the teacher and and, and got help for her. And as the, as the teachers were there, they asked all the other girls to step outside of the tent, but they asked Sienna to stay. And Sienna put her hands on her friend and was trying to figure out what to do. Her hands began to glow a little bit, but she was very, very scared because she didn't know what was going on and she didn't know why her friend had gotten sick. So in the middle of all of this, while the teachers are trying to figure out what happened, they noticed something a little squirmy moving around in her sleeping bag. And they notice it squirming around. What do you think it was?
1: The frog.
0: It was the frog. And once the teacher saw the frog... And that
1: frog was one type that, like, didn't... in
0: the night wasn't good for you Exactly. So... Once the teacher saw the frog, which was glowing in the dark at this point, she knew what had happened. She put a glove on, grabbed the frog, took it outside, and asked the frog kindly to be on its way far away from the camp. She came back and let Sienna and the young girl and the other chaperones know. This is a frog that is, has some toxins that it releases at night when it glows in the dark. And if humans come in contact with that, you know, if the pop will coming, in, if you come in contact with this toxin as it's being released and the glow in the dark, then you can get very sick. They said now she's going to be okay, but part of what happens is that she gets she she gets a fever, a really intense fever, and she can start having delusions where she can't think clearly, and so. We need to get her help right away. So two of the chaperones um, who had cars took the young lady and Sienna with her in the car and transported her back home. Even though it was late at night, they were able to find their way because their cars had very bright lights. And the teacher and the rest of the kids stayed camping. So Sienna and her friend and um, the two chaperones took off and went uh, into the, into town and then took her to the local doctor who, at the hospital, at the small um, clinic, who happened to be very familiar with all the frog species in, in the area. And he said, well, this is, it's really good that you brought her in. We're going to give her some fluids, okay, and that's the place to start. But this is one of those things that just um, that just takes a lot of time. We have to flush her body so that the toxins can leave. And Sienna um, was starting to calm down a little bit because she had been so nervous, not knowing what was going on and wanting to make sure that her friend got help, because it seemed something very urgent that she she had just been really flustered and just very scared. And as soon as the doctor said, this just takes time, she was able to calm down and she noticed that her hands were starting to glow a little bit more when she put her hands on her friend. She looked through her body and it was very strange because it was like wherever her hands went, she could tell where the frog had had the most impact. It was like her hands were scanning her body and her hand her left hand specifically, landed right at her the crease of her left elbow. So you know this part right here? Right there? Yeah. So that is where her hand landed. Right there. And that's where it started to glow the brightest. And she did the same thing at the top of her shoulder. And it glowed a little bit. Her other hand glowed a little bit at the top of her shoulder. And she felt like that's where her hands needed to be. So she sat with her for about half an hour and while her hands were glowing and was able to just be at peace and calm and comfort her friend. After about a half an hour she felt her hands wanting to move. So she moved her left hand to her wrist and her right hand from her shoulder to that same crease in the elbow. And again How her
1: did you see the cards that this one? Hmm? How did Sienna? How did did she still keep seeing everything and where the frog went? Like in the body?
0: It wasn't like she knew where the frog had went. She just knew where her hands needed to go. She felt kind of like a magnet. You know, like when you put two magnets together, right? You feel how they pull each other in, right? So when she put her hands on different parts of the body, she felt a stronger magnet pull or no magnet pull. And that's how she knew this was the area to go. And then not only was it being pulled, but then her hand glowed a little bit more. So she had a visual idea that something's happening, but she also felt this pull, almost like if she wanted to lift her hand, as if um, her friend's arm would magnetize her hand back down. It was as if the, her friend's body was saying, no, please don't leave yet. <laughs> and so she kept her hands there. And so then she switched. She put her left hand on her on her palm and then on the back of her wrist, like right here. And she put the other one on that had been on her shoulder on the elbow crease. And she stayed there for about 15 minutes until she felt her hands get light and no magnet. And there was almost no light left coming out of her hands. And so then she took her hands back, and she didn't know what to do, but she felt like she was supposed to do something. And so she just closed her eyes, took a deep breath, and then she started shaking her hands like this. And then she started shaking her other hand. And then she kind of brushed herself off and took a deep breath and felt different. She didn't know what it was. She was like, Should I keep putting my hands? Her brain kicked in and said, well, should I keep putting my hands on my friend? She still doesn't look like she's okay. But she seems calmer. Her breath seems better. Her breath seems to be, like, more regular. And as she was having all of these thoughts, not knowing what to do, because she didn't understand what was happening, why her hands stopped glowing, what she needed to do next, her friend opened her eyes. And she said, hi, Sophia. Where's my frog friend? (laughs) And Sophia (laughs) explained. Well, it turns out... Sorry, Sienna explained. (laughs) Sienna explained. uh, Well, it turns out that your frog friend uh, glows at night and emits a, a toxin that can make you sick. And because you had it so close on your skin... Um, it some of those toxins got into your body. So you got a really bad fever and you started to get a little delirious. You were saying funny things <laughs> that did not make sense. And so uh, we had to bring you to the hospital, to the clinic. And her friend was like, Oh, oh I loved my little frog friend. <laughs> she didn't seem scared. She was just worried about her frog friend. <laughs> and she said... <laughs> She says, "My frog friend, okay?" She said, "Yes, don't worry." The teacher released him into the dark, but she also said that we shouldn't take creatures in our pockets because we don't, especially when we don't know everything about them. Because a creature, even even if you you think you know them, you might not know how they impact you. And she was like, "Oh, well, I was talking to the frog, and the frog was so nice. I just he wanted to go for a ride with me." And and Sienna was like, "You were talking to the frog." a friend I was like, yeah, we hung out. You know, when we had to stare at them, we had this whole conversation. The frog told me about the forest. It was wonderful. We had a really good time. And the frog had told me it glowed in the dark and I wanted to see it. And I asked also if it wanted to come for a ride. <laughs> Sienna was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. Maybe you can go see Maki Laleigh with me. And the next day, so Sienna slept by her side on a couch in the, in the clinic room. Her, uh, her parents brought her um, some change of clothes in the morning. And she was thinking, oh, she's going to be fine in the morning. We're going to be able to see Talayla and Maki." But she was still needing fluids. She was still very dehydrated. And even though she could talk and she looked a lot better, the doctor said that she wasn't ready to go home. So Sienna said goodbye. And she went to go see Talayla and Maki. And tell them about the experience. And see if they could come visit her friend in the hospital. When she got to their house. They had been back. from They had just gotten back. From the trip. And she explained what happened. And Maki asked her. What questions do you have about what happened with her your hands? And Sienna said. Well so many. But the main question I have is. If I put my hands on my friend. And they glowed. And I, they're supposed to leave healing her, why isn't she all better? Why does she still have to stay in the hospital? And Maki said, "Well, that's a very complicated question." And he said, "Well, why do you think that she should be all better if you put your hands on her?" And Sienna said, "Well, when I I had a dream where I helped a bunny and everything was fine, and then when I came home, my brother got hurt and I put my hands on him and he was perfectly fine, and it just all happened really, really fast and I didn't have to do very much." And Maki said, well, are all illnesses the same? And Sienna said, what do you mean? He said, well, if you cut your finger, does it take the same amount of time to get better as if you have a fever? You know? and Do you need to apply, have medicine for everything that happens? Like, if you sneeze one time, do you have to take medicine? And Sienna said, well, it depends. And she started thinking, and she started to get what Maki was aiming at. Not everything that happens in the body is the same. Not all medicine is the same. And so she said, well, then should I have given her more medicine? Should I have used my hands more? And Maki said, well, that depends. What did your hands tell you? Sienna said, my hands tell me. My hands don't talk. Hands don't talk. Maki, hands don't talk. (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Maki said not literally tell you not like your hands have voices it's not like they say hello Sienna how are you (laughs) but you feel a communication to them explain to me what you felt and how it went and so Sienna explained well, it felt like magnets and then it felt like this and then I felt like moving it like this and then it turned on and then and the light was up and then it went down and then I felt like I was done and then I brushed myself off and I don't know why. And Maki said, it sounds like your hands were done with a the job they were supposed to do. Sienna was very confused. Like, how can they be done if she's still not better? And he said, okay, well, when you get sick and you get a fever, do you take medicine every minute of every day? Do you just like take a pill all like every minute and drink water and take a pill and drink water and take a pill, and drink water. And Sienna's like, no, because then that would be too much and your system would get like overwhelmed and you just take it when the medicine says to take it, when the doctor says to take it. Okay. And how long, how, how, how usual is that? And Sienna says, well, it depends on what it is. Sometimes it's once a day. Sometimes it's twice a day. Sometimes it's three times a day. You know, sometimes you take it for a week. Sometimes you take it for a day. It just depends. And Maki said, exactly. And she was like, well, I am so confused. <laughs> am I supposed to go back? Are my hands like a medicine that's once a day? Are my hands like a medicine that's three times a day? Did I miss my opportunity to help her? Should I have stayed? I don't know. Maki said two things. One, you are a child, my dear. It is not your responsibility to do anything right now except to learn and to listen And she said, oh, but I feel so responsible and I have this gift. And Maki said, I know you do. And that's preparing you for what will happen when you're an adult. But right now you are a child and you cannot take responsibility for the things that happen to others around you. All you can do is listen and try and learn. That's it. And sometimes you'll know what to do and sometimes you won't. And sometimes you'll be able to help and sometimes you won't. And she said, well, I don't like that at all. I want to be super powerful and I want to help everyone. And I want to know exactly what I'm doing all the time. And I want to know everything. And Mikey said, of course you do. <laughs> but now is not the time. You are a child. You are still learning. And it is not your responsibility right now. All you need to do is try and learn and listen. And you're going to make a lot of mistakes. And you're going to try a lot of things that you're not going to understand. And that's okay. She said, so it, so it wasn't my job to take care of everything. And he said, no, it's the doctor's job. If you help her, that's great. But the doctor's there. And so she breathed a little bit slower. And she started to calm down a little bit. Because she had been feeling a lot of pressure in herself to know what she was doing. Even though she this is only the third time her hands had ever glowed that way. Or maybe the fourth time. And so... She explained again what happened, and Maki walked her through it and said, It sounds like you listened to your hands and you did what you were supposed to do. You can go back and see your friend and see what your hands tell you to do. And maybe they'll want to do something again and maybe not. But healing in the body takes time. Sometimes we take a medicine and we take it three times and that medicine keeps working. Not just because... The medicine is active in our body, but what the medicine does is it calms down the part that's not doing well, and then when it calms down the part that's not doing well, then it helps the rest of our body to kick in and finish the healing. Our bodies heal themselves. They're very good at taking care of us, but sometimes if one part of the body is due having such a hard time and it's working so hard, the other parts of the body get out of sync, or the body is so stressed that it can't come in and heal. So, what you do with your hands is you help her body calm down, you address the areas that need the most help, and then you let her body do the rest. And Sienna was very confused. What do you mean let her body do the rest? She said, that's it, you just let her body do the rest. Her body is very smart, it's as smart as your hands. You're just giving her a helping hand. She was like, okay, I don't really understand. Can you come with me? <laughs> and so they went to visit her friend at the hospital. And she got there. She washed her hands. She put her hands near her body and scanned them. And she didn't feel any magnets. She didn't feel her hands be pulled in any particular direction on any part of her body And she didn't see them glowing until she got to her feet. When she got to her feet, her hands felt like they were suctioned to the bottom of her feet. She felt a real magnetic pull. And she wasn't even going to touch her feet. She just had scanned everything else thinking the feet were irrelevant. Turns out the feet are what wanted attention. So she put her hands at the bottom of her feet. And left them there and not like they could leave because they were suctioned there like a magnet. And they glowed all sorts of colors. This time, it wasn't just golden. It went through the whole rainbow. And while she was doing that, her friend woke up and was like, that tickles. And kept giggling. And Sienna asked, you want me to stop? And she said, no, but I can't stop giggling. And so her friend giggled the whole time. She said, it just feels so funny. It feels like there's bubbles in my feet. But you're also pulling bubbles into your hands. It feels so strange. And then all of a sudden, this color stopped glowing. And her hands lost the suction. The magnetism came off. And again, she felt something weird in her hands. And Maki said, go wash your hands. So she washed her hands. She washed them all the way up to her elbows. She didn't know why, but she felt like she needed to wash them to her elbows. And then she brushed herself off a little bit and shook her way around. She took a deep breath, and Maki said, "How do you feel?" She said, "I feel fine." She said, "Do you feel like your work is done?" She said, "What work you know do you does do your hands feel like there's something else for them to do?" And she said, "Hands <laughs> is there something left for you to do <laughs> <laughs> and her friend started cracking up she thought it was hilarious maki did not laugh maki did not find it as funny but sienna thought it was hilarious and she started cracking up <laughs> and maki said are you are you ready now And sienna said what do you mean ask your hands she said close your eyes put your hands up and 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 do a scan from far away and see if you feel a pull towards your friend or not. She put her hands up and she felt nothing. She was like, I guess there's nothing. He said, okay. Now your friend is ready to continue her own healing. And she's laughing, which is a very good sign. So Maki went home and promised to invite her friend over when she was feeling better to their house for some cake and tea. And to talk about all the stuff that had to do with talking to the animals. Especially with the, the And so uh, Sienna stayed there and read books to her friend and they laughed. And then all the friends got back later in the day from the camping trip and brought snacks. And they all shared a good laugh about her friend's super fascination with the frog and conversation with the frog and the fact that the first thing she was worried about was the frog and not the fact that she was in the hospital (laughs) (laughs) and that night everyone got to go home including her friend she didn't go to school for a few days because she still needed to rest her body was still healing but she did get to leave the hospital and Sienna went home and she had really strange dreams but not the floating kind it was just it was unusual she couldn't tell the difference it felt almost like one of the floating dreams but It was colorful differently, and she wasn't floating, but it didn't feel like one of the regular dreams. But she didn't pay much attention. She woke up. She felt amused. She went back to sleep. And when she woke up the next day, she just felt so happy that her friend was home and that everyone was safe and that she knew a little bit more about her hands. And also, even though she didn't admit it to Maki, it really made her feel better that he told her that it wasn't her responsibility that she was still young and learning, and that she could listen to her hands and try things, but that she wasn't responsible for every other person just because she had gifts. That she could still just be 11-year-old Sienna, learning and listening. The end.
1: So, um, she a Uh-huh.